0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is a public service announcement. For regular viewers and listeners of AWI Pod, please do not be offended as this program contains good wrestling.
1: Welcome everybody to the historic tenth episode of Warring to Attitude. I am your host, Brent Piles, and today not only is it a day that we are recording, but it is also a special day because it is Monday, May the fifteenth, and it is my co-host's birthday. He is the ballroom brawling, the disc- I'm sorry, he is the disco dancing, dynamite stretching, intercontinental Playboy folks. He's more over than your birthday. Good evening, G. A. Russell Glenn, How you doing?
0: Well, there's two things that people didn't think would happen: that I'd survive another year,
1: <laughs> and that we'd
0: get to ten episodes.
1: Yeah, two. two <laughs> we've, we've defined we've defined all logic twice today, Glenn. Absolutely, we yeah. have. <laughs> so, Glenn, I gotta ask you: How's your birthday been going so far?
0: Um, very quiet. Just took day two days off of work. Um just bummed around basically not done a lot yeah,
1: today i think you told us on friday you're on a week's vacation right
0: that's all right. Mm.
1: so glenn can stay up and watch monday night raw with no worries this evening
0: that's it yep that- whether i survive it or not is another matter but
1: uh, i can well that's always another matter glenn that's always a whole nother <laughs> scenario and situation glenn since it's your birthday i i think it's only right that someone sing you a happy birthday song so i'm gonna do that for you okay you ready okay thank you on three i'll start one two three spend my days working hard on the go but the hands on the clock keep spinning too slow glenn ain't getting no happy birthday song in this podcast tonight (laughs) if you you should have if you didn't see that coming you should have saw it
0: coming i saw it coming
1: (laughs) okay I sing that for everybody on their birthday, at least my wrestling. <laughs>
0: I wasn't expecting happy birthday from you.
1: If UTT Rob's out there listening to this, I want you to play me singing that for Dan Griffin because I know we're driving crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Glenn, we're not here to talk about birthdays or Monday Night Raw or week's vacation or any of that stuff. We are here to review 1997. Yeah. WWE Monday,
0: Monday Night Raw.
1: <laughs> well, that Monday Night Raw. A different Monday Night Raw. <laughs> different said, Monday Night Raw. I was very wrong upon that because we are here to talk about Monday Night Raw. <laughs> so, yes, <sighs> it is the Monday Night Raw edition of February 17th, 1997 from the Nashville Arena in Nashville, Tennessee. The Nashville Arena is now known as the Bridgestone Arena. It opened in 1996, so a fairly new building here in February of 1997. Mm -hmm. Um, It is the home to the NHL's Nashville Predators, which is one of my least favorite hockey teams. I hate the Predators. (laughs) I call them the Trashville Predators because I hate them. It has also held the Country Music Association Awards every year since 2006. Glenn, how many times have you watched the Country Music Association Awards? Never have. I didn't think you had, so that's why I figured I (laughs)
0: asked. It also held (laughs)
1: WWE pay-per-views. Judgment Day in 2002, which is the pay-per-view where Edge defeated Kurt Angle in a hair-versus-hair match, and is also the night that Hulk Hogan lost the WWF Undisputed Championship to The Undertaker. They also did Night of Champions 2014 at the Serena, and also held the very first Monday Night Raw of 2023. So, mm. uh, a pretty frequent it's, arena for WWE here.
0: That hair versus hair match. I wonder if that's the only time where somebody lost the match, lost their hair, and it never grew back.
1: <laughs> that's a really, really good point. Uh the fun <laughs> thing about that is I've heard Bruce to tell like the story of like how they ribbed Edge. Like when the when the day when the day for the match came, they ribbed Edge and were telling Edge that he was gonna lose, and Edge is like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> 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 they just thought I good imagine shaving all of yeah. Ed's hair that would just yeah. be in uh, 2002. And uh, Glenn, if you're planning a big vacation this summer to Nashville, Tennessee, you can get your tickets now to see Canadian singer Brian Adams on June the 17th, or if you want to wait until July, you can see Blink 182. So if you're I'd rather see, to sure I'd rather
0: go. see Blink 182 than Brian Adams. no that thing that he did with the Robin the Prince of Thieves you theme song true. that's it everything, everything I do for you do.
1: That'd been,
0: that had that been in, in our charts for years it seemed like um I was doing a, a disco in a pub and I took it I I took a copy of it I took it out into the middle of the floor and took a hammer to it
1: <laughs>
0: that's how much I hate that song
1: is it because Sometimes. it's a, Is it because it's Robin Hood? Is that why? No, it's because it's just a bloody annoying song. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I know I'm saying why was it so popular for so long? Because that's something to do with. Oh, uh, yeah, Hood? yeah, it, it was just because of Robin Hood, I think. Wow. Uh, you were you were DJing in Nottingham Forest. No.
0: <laughs> no, it was just one of those things. There's a lot of that sort of stuff around at the time. If anybody sang on a TV program or something, it would suddenly go to the top of the charts. <laughs>
1: interesting very interesting weird uh, so they, they they're they're anyway. not messing around Glenn. they kicked this show off where we're gonna get a wwf title match
0: well first of all we get some bad news from jr he announces proudly that it's a two-hour show tonight
1: oh that is a, maybe a bit of bad news i don't know depending on how you look at it <laughs> I was confused well, for a second, I was like, what do you mean? I don't remember if Jay are giving us any bad news.
0: Well, they wasted some of it. It might as well be. you saying, sorry, before I rudely interrupted
1: you. No, you're good. I, it looks like we're going to get Bret Hart versus Psycho Sid for the yeah. WS Championship. Of, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin hits the lane instead and attacks Bret Hart before the match even starts. Then Sid goes after Austin. Austin takes out Sid's knee, which seems Sid seems to be very hurt at this point. Um... But yeah, I don't know. Interesting way to start the show, don't you think? I knew that I hadn't,
0: I couldn't remember what happened, but I knew there was going to be shenanigans because you never start a show with a title match.
1: Yeah, not unless you're going to have like a like another championship match at the end of the show. That's the only time they ever do that.
0: That's right. Um, I love what this is—that it was a bevy of security and officials that removed Austin.
1: <laughs> they didn't do a very good job because as we'll, there'll be a running theme no. throughout this show we're going to see a lot of stone cold Steve boston <laughs> yeah most of the time being removed uh so it yeah. doesn't look like we're going to get that match to start so instead they give us a recap of what happened at thursday raw thursday with Shawn michaels losing a smile And they also let us know that we will hear more about Shawn michaels knee injury coming up later in the show they then show us some still shots, which we've talked about before, how I love the still shots from the pay-per-view. It just makes everything seem so much bigger because it's so important that we can't show you yeah. the whole thing. We just have to show you still skills still. So I really thought that was cool.
0: Well, it's just a whole thing, isn't it? That they, people forget that you, they seem to assault your intelligence that you might, might have watched it.
1: Right. That's true. That's true.
0: You know, this is, this is not 1980s territory where you used to have to pay thousands of well hundreds of dollars for a pay per view and then see the steals of it on the Saturday morning show after it. Yeah. That was as close as you got to pay per view. Well, like back in
1: those days too, like you yeah. would have big stadium shows or big shows and the if you were there and you didn't see it, you just didn't see it. Then the only reason why they did T V back right. in the day was to build to those house shows at your arena that only the only yeah. the local people were going to be able to see. So Uh, Yeah, But those
0: days are over by now. But they're still treating it the same way. Right, (laughs) (laughs)
1: right. So instead of a championship match to start, Glenn, we are going to get Mark Morrow taking on someone who's been all over the place uh, recently, Sabio Vega. He was on uh, Backlash last weekend down there in Puerto Rico.
0: I don't know what they were doing. Did they not have the room for all of nation of domination to come out together because there was about eight of them came out with salvia vega then suddenly farouk and uh clarence appeared on the balcony yeah
1: and they had a couple more people with them too yeah. <laughs> yeah he's up there with the crowd for some reason we're not exactly sure why but he was uh maybe just so you could do that cool race fist in the sky thing from the crowd because it looks cooler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Definitely. They also gave us like a recap of Marrow's from Marrow's match with the Leaf Cassidy at the pay per view, kind of showing that we're getting kind of a different side of Sarah Mar- Marrow and Sable because they're kind of doing some heelish shit as far as her getting involved in matches and stuff like that. Um, yeah,
0: which is kind that of what was happened my this note. One. It's now two. Yeah, it's it's now two on seven.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so like I said, uh, this match was only done for the ending of it. Uh, one of the white rappers gets involved on the floor and Sable uh, uses some of her kicks <laughs> to show him who's boss. She there was, was a stiff kick she gave into. Well, she probably didn't know how to do anything but stiff kicks at that point. No. And then... uh,
0: I like the bit where Mera's got them both out, got Savio and Crush out on the floor, uh, where he jumps out... It, it, dives out the ring onto him. Oh, yeah. And then he gets hold of the pair of them and smashes their heads together. That was quite <laughs> inventive. Yeah,
1: so that happens, and then NOD, the Nation of Domination guys all decide that they've had enough of this shit as they are all kind of going yeah. after Sable. She gets in the ring just to try to get some help from Mero. The entire Nation of Domination is surrounding uh, Mark Mero, but luckily for them, Abed Johnson is out of the hospital and found one of uh, Hacksaw's two-by-fours <laughs> and chased off the Nation mm-hmm. of Domination. Glenn, how many uh, outfits like John, Ahmed Johnson had on in this thing do you got? No, <clears throat> not one. Wouldn't be seen dead in anything like that. <laughs> I don't blame you, don't, know, don't even know how to describe it. I yeah. do not blame you, Glenn. Um, I think I missed two. We had a Psycho Sid promo, I think, before that match. We did. and I, We
0: did just slightly
1: before that. you know, that. Glenn, if mm-hmm. it's a Psycho Sid promo, you got to hear it. You got to listen. I'm gonna tell you
2: something right now. I'm gonna make it simple. Not even if my leg was broken, not sleet, snow, rain, or hell, water, or snow cold Steve Austin will oh, stop me from getting to my destiny. And that's becoming the World Wrestling Federation champion. And that statement says that I am the man, and I am the master,
0: and I am the ruler of the world.
1: As he said through gritted teeth. Uh... <laughs>
0: What is hell water? Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It was also funny. Through, rain, it, through,
1: rain, through rain, snow, or hell water? <laughs> uh, lava, maybe? Is lava maybe hell water? I do heard of hell fire, but never heard of hell water. Uh,
0: I'm sure that's what he meant to say.
1: he <laughs> was just trying to throw all the natural piece. disasters together, and they were like, I think uh, yeah. uh, hell, and, hell and water and just kind of ran together. And he's like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> at least they didn't try to start the promo over when they were live like that one time we did with jr so that's good yeah <laughs> um then we also talk. they talked to brett hart before we get into the leaf cassidy rocky miami intercontinental championship match and let's see what brett had to say
2: all i can do is focus on now uh, you know every every battle and, and try not to worry about it you know psycho sid's got a title shot I, i'm assuming uh It's gonna be a tough fight, and he's gonna be. There'll be no excuses when he loses. And after I get done with Psycho Sid, I'll just look to the next match, and the next match, and the next match. uh... Wait a minute, are you you brushing off Psycho Sid? No, no, I'm not brushing off anybody. As far as as I'm concerned, they're all great contenders, but that's all they are. You know, you can only look out for number one. If you don't stop looking out for number one, you start stepping on number two. And I'm not going to let any of that happen. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And this proves it for the fourth time. And, and Brett, very quickly here, what about WrestleMania 13? You could be facing The Undertaker if you're successful here tonight. Bring him on. Bring on The Undertaker. I'm I'm not afraid of The Undertaker. I wasn't afraid of him yesterday, and I'm not afraid of him tomorrow, and I'm not afraid of him today. I'm not afraid of anybody.
1: The
0: funniest thing, and we took was, the piss, out, and we took the piss out of
1: seed. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> he, he also said that he said if you're not worried about number one, you're stepping on number two. Well, if you're our number one, are you yeah. stepping on number two already? <laughs> oh, this is you know,
0: about the best there is. The best there was, but. This promo certainly wasn't it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's certainly not that one. Yeah, I mean, Brett was never a really, really good promo guy. He just wasn't. It just wasn't what he was good at. But uh, I had someone try to tell me one time that Bret Hart was an overrated wrestler, but a good promo, and I was, I, I blocked that person because I assumed that they were an idiot at that point. Because um, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, so, yeah. So yeah, Rocky Maivia is defending the Intercontinental Championship against Leaf Cassidy, who just lost to Mark Merrill the night before. So he. Definitely, one hundred percent deserves an IC title match. One hundred percent. Well, this is this
0: as I, I've got in my notes is uh, the commentary talking about anything else but the match match. Mm, yep.
1: We also got a certain hussy in a purple dress that came down to the ring, who's going to be the uh, special guest timekeeper, I suppose.
0: Oh, the slutty
1: timekeeper. The slutty timekeeper, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's Sunny. In case you didn't know, people we mean Sunny um the king calls rocky the luckiest kid on earth which i thought was pretty good uh rocky it's a bit yeah. and, like during this match too like the rock did a lot of cool shit and i really don't understand i never i don't get why people boo him like there's nothing about him to no. boo i just don't i don't understand it like go, looking back at it now but i just they're don't they're,
0: get it they're not exactly putting him over well though are That's they good
1: point yeah it's a good point
0: yeah even Hunter pops up halfway through and does a promo. They keep on doing these picture-in-picture promos. And, you know, it's a, it's supposed to be a title match. At, at least give it a little bit of... No, it was more like the, the, the mid mid-show mid jobber match that they throw in just so they could talk about other things,
1: and yeah, I think this is around the inter. This Do is the time in 10, WF intercontinental title kind of really starts to lose its luster. You know what I mean? Like it was always, yeah, yeah, definitely. it was always whoever gave they gave that belt to was like the workhorse champion, and that kind of goes. I think that kind of goes away in the late nineties and the the two thousands. I mean, and it really didn't come. It really didn't pick back up steam until now with Gunther having it. You know what I mean? Like it's been mm. that far off yeah, for a long time. Right. And I really think this is where hmm. that's kind of starting. Because, yeah, really, they gave us split screens of Sonny during this match. Uh, we got an interview with Triple H. Um, the the King starts arguing with the fan behind him who's got an ECW fan, ECW sign. Yeah, they're so right about ECW. Yeah, and he takes, he takes one of the signs away from the kid, and he's still got another ECW sign, which I thought was really fun. <laughs> and, yeah, basically, they didn't give a fuck about this match. The Rock, uh, The Rock no. ends up winning. Uh, with the shoulder breaker as his finisher, which is pretty fucking boring, if you ask me. I thought, I
0: thought he was actually going to do the rock bottom <laughs> or uh, uh, the, the people's elbow, because the way he stopped just before, just before he 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 picked him up and and did the uh, knee drop, yeah. he was he stopped like he did like he later on when he would do the people's mm. elbow.
1: <laughs> but i thought is he gonna do that, that? yeah and the strange thing was like he hit like a really cool high like cross body block from the top rope and then he doesn't do yeah. that to pick him up and do a shoulder breaker like how is that cooler i just yeah now i get what they're doing because this finish is a fucking shoulder breaker that's what they're doing. yeah <laughs> they yeah it now um but yeah this yeah. match was this this match was about nothing but you know ecw and the hunter Hearst Helmsley gold feud uh speaking
0: of that that gets interesting it gets interesting at the end as you you i think you were about to say uh yeah i don't
1: did something happen at the end that i forgot about
0: well it was just the king actually cutting a promo on ecw and
1: saying, yeah so
0: we're in new york next week anybody wants to come down there and i'll sort you out
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah i forgot about that the king basically challenged the ecw people to come to monday night raw next week um which we're going to hear more about that later on uh in the show too and the next thing we got up speaking of the triple h uh gold dust feud the next thing we get is an interview with gold dust and marlena where gold dust says the triple h has made it personal and the only way that he could get to marlena is over his dead body we also then hear from Marlena, who says that even though her and Goldust like to play a lot of games, that Goldust is all man and more than the Triple H will ever be. So, I think they're trying to... I think they, at first, with this Goldust thing, they were leaning hard on the, you know, uh, homophobic stuff that was a lot bigger in the 90s, and that wouldn't get over today, obviously, and I'm not condoning it, but they were leading into that heavily, and I think they got a lot of blowback, and I think this is them pushing yeah. like like moving
0: push no, yeah further, 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 <laughs> trying to move away yeah. from it
1: yeah <clears throat> then Triple H eventually makes his way down to the ring he throws water in gold dust face and then gold dust start, he starts beating up gold dust because apparently water and gold dust face just leaves him completely incapacitated he doesn't know how to do anything if he's got water in space
0: no 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 he's no makeup no that's
1: what it was it melted his makeup that's what it was lena then slapped the lemon hell out of hunter and then glenn who showed up
0: it's that mystery woman again mm-hmm. the one with the muscles who we don't know who it is yet
1: but she may have come from china she might she may very well be from china we are not sure we don't have really any any information on this lady? <laughs> uh, she really roughed Marlene up. It took about eight security guards and, and guys yeah. to get her out of there. She really ragged old. Yeah, he ragged up. He she ragged really up. ragged her, yeah. didn't she? She did. She, it was like Marlene uh, was a fucking a child, the way she was whipping her around. Yeah. Yeah. Very physical. And that had to have hurt. You know what I mean? That had to have hurt.
0: Mm. It does. It must have yeah. done. And Because they, 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 then they're selling the fact that... So, Marlene is coughing up blood and
1: yeah there's they also mentioned daughter, basically times that she's been taken to the hospital and you notice Glenn he didn't say medical facility <laughs> he said hospital he said local no, hospital. He um so I don't know if Jr got an ass chewing for that or not but maybe 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 not
0: uh, I don't think they did at that time <clears throat> I think they were still saying hospital at that time maybe
1: I don't remember <laughs> I guess we'll find out we a, keep going
0: on. because Oh, I mean Johnson had been in the in the hospital in Lowell, Massachusetts oh, for yeah, you're right. two weeks, hadn't he? They?
1: They, they haven't made that rule yet. Glenn. They <laughs> haven't made that rule yet. You can still call wrestling no. in a wrestler in a belt, uh, as we heard from Bret yeah. Hart several weeks ago, where he said "belt" like fifteen times in one promo. Uh, mm-hmm. The next match was a tag team match. It's a, the Headbangers, and they're taking on these guys named the Hardy Boys. Glenn, you ever heard of these guys? A
0: couple of fresh face jobbers. I wonder what happened to him.
1: Yeah, I, I heard one of them like got broken, and I don't know what happened. Strange stuff.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah.
1: We also got, uh, <laughs> like, you, like you said, in all the matches tonight, they've been doing lots of side-by-sides, and we got a side-by-side with Farouk. And let's see what Farouk had to say.
2: You've got an advantage over everyone on Earth. so you don't have to die to go to hell. You're in it now, and I'm the devil. And here are all my demons right here. And when I get you in that ring in Chicago, I'll tell you what we do. Let's just make this a Chicago street fight. We'll show everyone in the world what the streets is really like. Because you're looking at the devil right here by any means necessary. (sighs)
1: So apparently, Farouk had to wash his underwear every night when he got home. So he'd have something to swear to school. Then he'd have to walk to school uphill both ways. Um, And Ahmed Johnson didn't have to do any of that. So. He's no. also the devil, and uh, yeah.
0: Perhaps he's the one that provides the hell water.
1: <laughs> Maybe, Glenn, it just came full circle here. <laughs> so uh, what did you think about this tag team match?
0: Uh, it was interesting seeing the experience team of the headbangers against a couple of fresh-faced youths that, that we know the history of. Yeah.
1: I think by this point too that the Hardy Boys had been wrestling for a while because I think they had been doing job. I think <clears> they were doing job stuff in like '94 or '95. Um, yeah, so it, and I noticed they had nice matching gear here too, which I liked. I was really impressed with both of these teams. It was a really fun, high, high-paced. Uh, lots of innovative tag team wrestling moves. A lot of stuff, and it's good that it, was,
0: it wasn't Furnace and LaFon again.
1: It made, it made a change. <laughs> That's a good point. It's nice that we've got two different tag teams, right?
0: Yes, yeah. And the head get- I had two proper tag teams at like
1: that. Two t- and they, yeah, they had matching gear, and they had you know a tandem name. You know that ended up with an S. So that's yep. Perfect. Or I don't. Or Hardy Boys ending it with the Z yet, or was it still with an S? I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's still with the S. It was. They still had the S's on the on the gear. Oh, okay, okay. They hadn't gone to the they Z yet. The Hardy
1: Boys. Yeah, they were just the Hardy Boys. No. Nah. They they came the boys when they became men. Is what happened
0: yes and then yeah. just hit that
1: cool power bomb <laughs> top rope leg drop uh finisher for the win and we find out the next up glenn is going to be the wwf championship match it's a psycho seed versus bret
0: hart take two
1: <laughs> attempt to give us a recap of why the match didn't happen at the beginning of the show uh they cut they cut hit brett's music and they cut to him making his way to the ring from his dressing room and what happens glenn of course steve austin attacks him again <laughs> because it doesn't matter how many security guards and people have thrown austin out he nope. always comes back
0: and sid's pissed off with this so sid appears from behind the curtain because he was waiting in the yep. ring, and then he starts wailing at everybody vince gets involved takes a couple of riot handers from Sid. <laughs> that was my favorite part i wonder why he wasn't I wonder why he wasn't long for, uh, WC, for, for WWF after this. Yeah, no
1: kidding. That was my favorite part was seeing Vince getting the Knicks there. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> so maybe we won't be getting that match just yet. We also get Kevin Kelly talking to President WWF Gorilla Monsoon, and they, they're they still talking about how we don't do the bait and switch here in the WWF, and you will get that title match tonight. Um, <laughs> but not right now. Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, right. so we have flash. We get flash funk and the funk kicks. I'm the funky. Go ahead. It's a... That's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> flash funk and the funk kicks are here. Um, is, is it absolutely necessary for them to show the whole dance every time they come out? Because it's super awkward.
0: Oh, it goes on super long, doesn't it? Yeah, like it's, I don't
1: mind. I don't mind watching it for like a minute or a minute and a half, but like three minutes of that is way too much.
0: And surprise, surprise, it's against Owen Hart. Um. He comes out with Clarence Mason, but he's got both the belts, which I thought, hmm, there's something afoot.
1: Yeah, especially when Dave, Dave is not with him, and he's got both belts, which is strange. No. Uh, they also this, this yeah. is where they let us know that uh, Marlene is at the hospital coughing up blood after that attack by that mysterious woman. They also ran down all the problems that Owen and Bulldog have been having lately. This is a really good match. Two, fa- uh, two great workers on a fast-paced match, but again, they didn't give mm. a fuck about this match on commentary. There's- it was about everything else. Much
0: Too on- much going on. Too much going on. Yeah, because <laughs> you got because it. This is this is the the point where you got these two two good wrestlers in the ring that they decided to take a call from uh, somebody in authority at ECW. And, and of course, it's. And i love what he said you could call me paulie dangerousgersey you could call me paul heyman you could call me whatever you like but there's only one person in charge in e c w and it's me uh,
1: yeah 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 that was really good and he says that the him and the e c w superstars will be at monday night raw next week so next week is the infamous e c w invasion episode one so that should be fun
0: yes yeah yeah that i remember that I don't know. I don't know why I remember it, but I do completely. <laughs> um and back in the ring, Flash goes comes off the top rope. Um, nearly pins Owen because uh, Clarence Mason is distracting Owen.
1: Yeah, I didn't understand that either. He was like trying to get him out of the ring and I was like, What the fuck is even happening? Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get
0: the bulldog come stomping out to the ring. And I'm thinking, is he gonna ever go at Owen here? But no, he has a go at Clarence Mason. Tells him to get
1: lost. Yeah, kicks Clarence Mason out to ringside. Tells him to get to kick rocks. He stays up there himself. And we also get an interview <clears throat> with Stone Cold Steve Austin, which is gonna be our last promo on the show yes. here. Let's see what old Stone Cold had to say.
2: Gorilla Monsoon, is I'm this far from going over the edge? I didn't went over the edge. I'm about this far from whipping his ass. He makes up the final four match of which I'm a participant, and that was no, never supposed to happen. I won the Royal Rumble fair and square by throwing 29 pieces of trash over the top rope. There ain't no such thing as an instant replay rule in the WWF. Shawn Michaels got a little hurt knee, so he quits. By all rights, that should make me the WWF champion, and that's the bottom line. You hold me back. This whole organization holds me back because I ain't full of glitz and glamour and big smiles for all the publicity shots. The bottom line is I'm gonna open I'm opening up a whole keg of whoop ass and I'm serving it to everybody in the WWF, and that's the bottom line, cause Stone Cold said so.
1: Wow. Said so. <laughs> that's some good shit right there. Uh that was
0: Harris- Yep, this is probably as near as at this stage as we're going to get to attitude era Stone Cold. yeah
1: definitely definitely he's really he's really 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 starting to get that edge that he really needs uh because hmm. i know like at wrestlemania we're going to talk about the whole double turn and everything but he was already pretty much a baby face already because people were cheering him everywhere you saw austin three sixteen in the side yeah. place. so yeah he was already as soon as he said that austin 316 said i just whipped your ass people people were starting to like i'm not saying that it happened that right like, away yeah. but people started to cheer him you know uh, weeks and mm. weeks leading up after that um yeah. so flash hits a beautiful moonsault for a two count but davey hits flash in the head with one of, with Owen's slammy, and owen hits a spin kick for the three count and it appears for now glenn that owen and the bulldog might be on the same page they might be
0: we'll have to wait and see
1: we will have to wait and see and then they showed a really cool uh video promo for WrestleMania 13. Glenn, how, ex- how excited are you to re- rewatch and review WrestleMania
0: 13? I'm always excited to rewatch WrestleManias, especially from this sort of time because I wasn't I was probably if I did watch it at my mate's early hours of the morning and we were drinking homebrew. So, as you can imagine, I can't remember much yeah, about was- the, the this period of uh pay-per-views if
1: you're drinking booze you made yourself then chances are you don't remember a lot yeah absolutely
0: no that's right
1: that's it Gonna see if maybe we can get a guest on the show to to review Wrestlemania 13 with us we'll talk about that later uh our next match is Hunter Hearst Helmsley taking on Bart Gunn they show us more footage of that woman the serious woman who sent Marlena to the hospital uh they talk about the nineteen ninety-seven Slammy Awards in glenn If I could find those on the internet somewhere, I would love to have a watch of the nineteen ninety-seven Slammy Award show. That would be a lot of fun, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it does well. I'm gonna check I'm gonna <laughs> scour the internet to see if I can find it. I'm gonna scour the internet to see if I can find it. And also, Glenn, we got a special guest on commentary, didn't we?
0: Yes, we did. He's back. The one and only Hokey Talk Man. Yay.
1: Apparently still, looked, still hasn't found what he's looking for. We mentioned on the mayor, newest episode of the no. Super Superstars that maybe it was Tatanka. Um, but unfortunately Tatanka's not in the WF1997, so too bad for a honky Talk Man. Um, every time I see Bart Gunn, I'm pretty impressed with him. He's big, strong, fast. He did one hell of a drop kick in this match. I, 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 I realize that, yeah. that Bart didn't have a whole lot of charisma, but I feel like they could have probably done more with him than they did.
0: Probably, yeah. Unfortunately he just remember for the brawl for all.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I keep trying to forget, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
1: The match ends when Gold Dust just completely just comes out, hits the ring and chases. Eh, it's an an- off. <laughs> uh, it's market. another
0: non-clean finish.
1: <laughs> In this show of non-clean finishes. Yeah, this wasn't the this wasn't the best show. You know what I mean? We've watched a string of really good no. shows. And this one had the potential to be a good show, but they just had so much gaga in every match. Yeah. And it made most of the matches, even if they were good, almost unwatchable. You know what I mean?
0: Mm. And what is Gold Dust doing there? His wife is in the hospital. Yeah. That's a good point. Why is he there attacking <laughs> Bloody Hunter? He should be at the hospital with his wife. Bad husband. Yeah,
1: that's a really good point, Glenn. I kind of thought the same thing too. On my why, is why, what's he doing here? Wouldn't he be at the hospital with your wife who's spitting up blood? Yeah, because that sounds pretty serious.
0: <laughs> it does. You know.
1: The next thing we get an uh, an update on Shawn Michaels' knee condition from his doctor James Andrews, who tells us that's the same injury that he's had for a while. It just got a little bit of a tweak, and then he they don't think he's going to have to have surgery at this point. It's only going to be. Six weeks of rehab, and then they will reevaluate. So, just like the Undertaker said, I'll believe that shit when I see the scar. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh-huh. Glenn, it happens finally. It happens. Take three. <laughs> yeah, take three. Psycho Sid is going to take on Hart for the WWF Championship. Uh, um, Austin doesn't show up this time before the match starts, so I guess that's a good thing. Yeah,
0: that's it. Uh, he said this time that the whole way through this match is the king having a go at the hearts, especially Stu and Helen.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of been his gimmick for, for a lot of years, but he was really doing it here. Uh, the nice hmm. thing about this match is that we didn't get any cut screens, we didn't get any promos. It was actually, now, you know, full-on watch the match the whole time. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. Just one bit. At the
0: start, they said we'll go to we'll we'll take a break, and then when we come back, you all have the main event uninterrupted. So what did they do halfway through? It was uh foot action rewind,
1: and they showed what what happened to Vader the night before, didn't they? Yeah. Yes. I didn't get that either i'm like well if you're gonna we need to get right back to the to the wf title match why would you need to show me this shit?
0: that's it uh they also
1: remind us uh during this match that the whoever the wf champion is will face the undertaker at wrestlemania so there's that um i don't think there's been a regular history that does a better big man versus little guy match than Bret Hart Bret Hart is just so good at fighting it from underneath against a bigger heel Mm. that he did it. he did a great job of working on Sid's knee I just love the the storytelling in every Bret Hart match it's always so good Mm. No, it makes up for him not having any
0: promo skills (laughs) or very limited promo skills should
1: I say he could he could talk in the ring not so much on the mic um he also did that spot where he put Sid in the figure four around the ring post and he's going to do that a lot you know later on this year and we're going to see a lot after years to come but I don't think i would ever seen him do it until now I think this might be the first time he did it
0: no well that's what Jr said on commentary it's the first time he'd seen that
1: and the visual of that it looks like it hurts like a motherfucker you know what I mean Mm. Yeah, yeah. It probably does. Yeah, but the thing—it probably hurts Brett. There's no way It could hurt like... Brett more than hurts the person
0: who's in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all they're doing is just hanging their their legs over the edge, but but having enough strength in their legs to hold Brett right. up. But Brett's doing all the work of hanging it on,
1: dangling there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really yeah. great. I think it's just a really cool spot because it's looking like it looks like he's killing the guy. You know, like oh my god, he's gonna break his leg. Mm, that's um, right. Yeah. I thought the crowd had some really big reactions to Sid. I thought Sid was getting more babyface pops than Brett was uh, during this. Yeah, Sid. Yeah, it was chance. there was Sid Chance and yeah. everything. He, he even hit like a big uh, leg drop from the second rope, but that only gets a two count. Uh, this was a really good good match. A good big man, little man match. Um, what do you think?
0: I, I, I enjoyed it. It. it, it... It was the best thing that happened in the show. Um, to be fair, the show actually built up to it quite well. True.
1: But really, the only point of this entire two-hour show was this match. That's the only thing they built to. Yeah. It's the only thing they made.
0: That cool. is hit <laughs> Which I get because it is <laughs> the WF they're...
1: Championship match. But also, you don't need to undercut your, especially your Intercontinental Champion. You don't need to undercut your Intercontinental Champion to push this match. So I don't know.
0: No, that shouldn't, they, if they were going to do that, they shouldn't have done it on this throw. That should have just been a jobber match.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. They should have just had the rock pen somebody quick is what they should have done. Yeah. Uh, there's a really cool spot where Sid's like leaning up against the ropes and Brett like charges at in full force, but Sid moves and Brett just kind of slams himself into the mid- second in the middle rope. Brett then backdrops Sid over the top rope. And then of course, Glenn, we can't have any more of this show without Steve Austin showing up. Uh, because he always throws up. <laughs> yeah, Sid knocks him down to the ground quickly. And then Sid does a sunset flip. That's right, I'm not making this up. Sid did a sunset flip from the outside of the ring to the inside yep. of the ring. Brett countered it into the sharp, <laughs> season, which was a really cool counter. It
0: wasn't very snappy. It was. Uh, it was something.
1: Yeah. And then so the referee's kind of down by Sid's face so he can see if Sid's going to quit or not so uh so close to austin gets up on the ring apron he's got a chair whacks bret hart right over the head with it uh then sid hits the power bomb for the one two three and psycho sid is the new <laughs> wwf champion after bret hart has held the belt for about 24 hours
0: that was the most lame ass chair shot i've ever seen in my life
1: yeah he just sort of put it on his head yeah he really didn't he didn't swing that thing with much ferocity no he did not and so Psycho Sid now the two time WF champion he will face the Undertaker at WrestleMania and the Undertaker makes his way down to the ring and we get a little stare down between the two as the show goes off the air mm-hmm. so that is it that is the February 17th edition of Monday Night Raw Glenn you going two thumbs up two thumbs down one down one in the middle what are you doing mm-hmm. One thumb. I'm going to agree with you there. Because they built the main event up very well and the main event was good, so I will give it one thumb yeah. up. They did kind of shit on everything else on the show, though. That's it. <laughs> they really did. Star of the show? Sid. I'm going to go...
0: kick off with a good promo
1: for Sid's standards. And promos. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I finished the show oh put a few uh put a few saters on vince mm-hmm. midway through the show and ended the show as the champion so he's he's got to be the mvp of this show
1: i was gonna say stone cold steve austin but with you what you just said i'm going to agree because they really built toward this main event and sid won that main event so i mm. guess he would have to be the mvp of the show and i can't argue that um
0: and there's plenty of other shows that Steve Russell is going to get that title. Yes, so.
1: WrestleMania 13. I think he's <laughs> definitely going to be the MVP of, and we haven't even watched it yet. Uh, yes. So that's it. That is <laughs> at the end of the tenth episode of Born to Andrew. Glenn, you got anything you need to plug?
0: Um. Yes, uh, it's out now. Um, my episode of Bang Bang Podcast with Andy, where we reviewed NXT Takeover. And I still can't remember what the bloody name of it is. Revolution? It's... No. Um...
1: God damn it. That's We're a look it up. Bang, what? bang podcast. Hold on, I got this. I'm going to fucking figure it out, god damn it. NXT Unstoppable, <laughs> Glenn. It's unstoppable. <laughs> that was NXT it. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. We are. But well, un- like
0: so, I keep shout, it's not unstoppable that I keep forgetting what it's called. Yeah. If...
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, that's out. Um, give Andy a follow and a listen. He's the British version of AEW, basically. AWI Pod. W- <laughs> AWI Pod. Sorry about this, folks. I'm, an, I'm getting a very old man
1: now. It's okay, Glenn. It's your birthday. <laughs> um, You're allowed to do whatever you want.
0: Unbooking the territory, give them a follow and a listen. And also the Doctor Who podcast, which they've got, they've just started their season four. Um, the first episode of season four has just dropped. So if you're into Doctor Who, give them a listen too.
1: That's right. And of Mr. course, DDT. Yep. I was just, um... DC
0: and Doc still carrying on doing their stuff. Even still talking wrestling, although they say they're not going to.
1: <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Send them an email. No, get on the podcast, ask him a question. Yeah. DDT, uh, what is it? DDT podcast at what? What's the address? It's podcast at ddtwrestling dot There you go. Drop him an email. Send it. Ask him a question. Check out DDT wrestling if you don't. And of course, make sure you give our buddy, our other co host, our Michael Hayes, to our Freebirds, the mayor of Canton, to follow and check out a meal with the mayor every Wednesday. And, of course, make sure you check out Sportswire Radio and give our friend Thomas Bryce a follow at Thomas Bryce 2017. If you haven't already, make sure you check out our Cup of UK UK Heritage. Episode 1 is out now. Episode 2 will be out tomorrow, where me and Glenn will review the semifinals and the final of the uh, inaugural NXT UK Heritage Cup Tournament. Uh, I said this on uh, the Mayor Superstars, which you check that out. That's out now too. That if you're an old school wrestling fan like me and Glenn, and you've never seen a Heritage Cup rules match. I suggest that you go back, have a look at these just like we do, and then listen to our show so we can revolve review them and enjoy them together. And well, Glenn, I think there's I only one I've thing done. left to do, and that's for you to say goodbye.
0: No, there's one four, more thing to do to show that I'm a total twat. I've just cleared out a load of old notes, and I think I'll throw my notes away for tomorrow's show.
1: <laughs> that's okay. Dig them out of the trash.
0: Uh, go go, go rummaging in the bin. Anyway. <laughs> so from the dumpster, to, me to, to goodbye? say. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, that's good.